the extra point, a short and simple edition of it via Florida, who was getting prepared for a hurricane. I'm Wes at WestM28 with Bobby. Bobby, what's going on? What's going on, Wes? How you doing? I'm Bobby of uh, Roads 43 um, at, you know, our Twitter handle. Yep. Everything's good, man. Yeah, this hurricane, you know, thing is tr- stressing us out. A little bit, you know. Wes just moved down here. What was it? About three years ago now. Yes, yeah, so this is. So this will be number two for you. Actually, number. Oh uh, yeah, number two. Number, yeah, two, number two. This will be number yeah, three yeah. for me. And uh, you know, the first one's always fun, but after that, no, it's not cool. We were talking pre-show, and it was a lot about the post and the afterwards. You know, during it's, you know, there's a lot going on. And, but you it's like, kind of exciting at first. The first yeah, time you go through, it, you yeah. like bring it on. Let's go. Thing. Yeah, which is fine. And, what you said, you know, hit right on the on nail on the head was uh, until you lose that power. Once those lights flick off, it's a whole different story. The aftermath, it, it really, it really hits you mentally right there, man. Sitting in the dark and you know, it's not like a snowstorm, snowstorm up north where you lose power for a couple of days, where you can keep the heat in the house. Uh, down here, it's nothing but heat. That's why the hurricanes come. And yeah, it's not fun sleeping in the dark, sweating. And yeah. Once you, uh, yeah, it, let's uh, pray for this thing to go away from Palm Coast. Yeah, right now projections have it almost hitting us head on though, so we'll yeah. uh, we'll see. But uh, main story, you know, obviously resignating around the entire NFL. Andrew Luck retiring. Andrew Luck playing with the Colts, has spent his whole career with the Colts since being drafted. Uh, is retired at the age of 29, and he's not the first one, and he's honestly not the first, he's not the first one in what the last six months. Gronk yeah. also retired at 29. Uh, and himself. he probably won't be the last one now. It seems to be a trend now, especially with all the injuries, you know, with concussions coming out, even though his wasn't be a concussion. You know, um, I think, you know, my dad told me a uh, crazy stat the other day. He's like, you might want to co- stop coaching high school football because the numbers are the lowest in the game of football right now since 1999. Wow. So a lot of fears coming out right now. You know, I mean, not a fear, I don't want to say fear, but. You know, just a lot of risk, you know, and less reward, you know, when it comes to injuries in football now. A lot more educated, I'd say. A lot yeah. more educated a person, you know, that gets into the league. And I think, like you said, it will be a trend. And it kind of points more to the reason of not extending season and things along those matters because you're already losing players 29, 30 years old. You lost Patrick Willis a few years ago. You had Calvin Johnson as well, also retired Eric Sanders before him. And you can even go as far back as Jim Brown, who retired at 29. Exactly. So there's a lot of players that, that – that have that education or that, that mindset, or even the ones that have been beat up, like CJ Fedorowicz. We talked about Jordan Reed pre-show who took another concussion right. uh, this past weekend. Those are players that really got to consider their futures in that. I know Fedorowicz, he ended up stepping away from the game. We'll see what happens with Jordan Reed right now. Uh, but with Andrew Luck coming in the 2012 NFL Draft, was the guy to take over for Peyton Manning, so he had big shoes to fill, guy out of Stanford. Uh, excellent passer at Stanford, excellent numbers in Stanford. Goes to the Colts, takes over there. Uh, after a uh, rough first season, he kind of just took over. And, I mean, as early as 2014 in his second full season, uh, becomes the, the franchise's passing leader, which is quite a mark for him considering who was behind him. And even, you know, as far back as the Uniteds, you know, just taking over that number, you know, 4,700 yards and the 4,761 yards to be exact in the 2014 season, beating Peyton Manning's 4,700 from 2010. Um, I mean, he had a great, great career. Yeah, he was a guy. I mean, he was a guy that a lot of people took as their first pick in the fantasy draft the year after that season. And I think he might have gotten hurt uh, his season after that. Mm-hmm. Might have been when the first time he had his uh, um, that injury. Not the one that's making him retire right now. But um, he's definitely an effective quarterback, was an effective quarterback, should we say. But um, when he was on his A game, he was healthy. 
uh, you got to put him up there with the best. Yeah, uh, through his first six seasons, actually, Andrew Luck was second only to Dan Marino in passing touchdowns. Um, and then in his in passing yards for the first six seasons, he was second to only Peyton Manning and Dan Marino, as far as that's concerned. Matt Ryan actually right behind him as well. Uh, some amazing numbers from Luck. He was good on his feet, too, could always get around. Um, in his seven NFL seasons, he had four year, uh, four seasons with over 4,000 yards, which is great. I mean, it's a fantastic number. only thing that looks way more impressive than that usually is Drew Brees' 5,000 work. Yeah, which uh, I guess that's your company to be in, you know, if you're going to have, you know, numbers like that right behind somebody. But, Wes, do me a favor. What was his numbers last year? Because I know he had a really good rebound year last year. I'll definitely get you those numbers. He did have a big pickup in numbers last year. Uh, actually, in fact, winning comeback player of the year last year. Yep. You had an interesting stat, uh, stat from the draft class he was in. Though. Yeah, so that, that draft class in 2012, going back and looking at it right now, um, Andrew Luck was the number one pick in the draft, obviously, to the Colts. The number two pick in the draft was RG3, Robert Griffin III, to the Redskins. Number eight overall was Ryan Tannehill um, from Texas A&M to the Dolphins. And Brandon Whedon was number two overall to Ohio State. And those were the four first-round picks in the um, in the first round of that draft. All those guys right now, currently, obviously we know about Andrew Luck. Uh, Robert Griffin is sitting, what, second or third in the depth chart right now to, you know, on the Ravens. Ryan Tannehill is fighting. We were talking about that. Ryan Tannehill, right he's the backup right now in Tennessee. In Tennessee, okay. So he's kind of had, you know, an up-down career kind of floating here to there. Uh, as a career backup, you know, Brandon Whedon, I, I don't think he's in the lead. The last I remember, I remember he was a backup with Dallas early on. And right. I, don't know where Cleveland. Cleveland. I believe he's been well out of the league. Right. And then, um, you know, going in the second round, we had Brock Osweiler, you know, who was drafted, you know, by the Broncos. And we all know his career has kind of been up and down. Yeah. And then here's an interesting stat. I'm sorry, West Fed, about Brock, though. Yeah. Uh, Brock Osweiler, he actually is currently – Working out with the Colts, you know, post-Andrew Luck retirement. He has been invited to come work out for the Colts. They're going to need the backup for Jacoby Brissett. So Absolutely. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are bringing in camp right now after that. And then here we go. After that, though, in the third round, we had Russell Wilson. And then we had Nick Foles, both in that 2012 draft, draft in the third round. And those guys have rings. They so do. So that's a very, very interesting um, quarterback draft class that you're not used to seeing. Yeah, Luck actually, just to finish off what we were talking about earlier, Luck played all 16 games last season, finished with a 10-6 record. Obviously, they ended up going to the playoffs. Uh, over 4,000 yards, 4,500 yards, almost 4,600 yards, sacked only 18 times, which is significantly better than he's typically been hit. But you got to count a lot of that to the fact that he released the ball. Actually, I looked this up. He released the ball three-tenths of a quick, second quicker than he's ever done in his career last season. Wow. And uh, on so top of that, the, yeah. you know he's always running around trying to Because you got to figure that's almost in the prime of his career right now, you know, at oh, that time. Oh, most certainly. And he also ended up with 39 touchdowns, uh, only 15 picks. So another very, very solid year last year. So uh, NFL history on top of that, he is the – himself, uh, Andrew Luck, is the uh, – he's retiring with the most touchdowns in their last season as a quarterback. So he has the most touchdowns in NFL history in his final season. That's, you know, that's tough. You know, being a Colts fan or a fan of any team, you know, I know it's a shock, you know, when it comes to that situation, knowing that your franchise guy, the guy that's been making, that was signed for $100 million, you know, all of a sudden retires. But that comes to, you know, obviously the issue of why. And 
for the fans to boo him off that situation, you know, like that game in the preseason just uh, the other night, it was really disappointing. I didn't watch it live, but I saw the replays, and I was kind of glad that Troy Aikman was announcing that game because whoever um, got that news early, apparently some sports writer tweeted that around halftime, and so the fans caught guard of that. And as soon as he walked off the field, he was getting booed tremendously. His word got out that he was retiring, and um, he had to do an unexpected press conference right after the game, which he wasn't planning on doing. Apparently, he was trying to do that the next day right. in the professional right way and just kind of left an uncomfortable situation for everybody. That's the big talk right now. Yeah, and that was that was big. And then, you know, you had the Doug Gottlieb stuff as well, which we'll touch on here in a minute, uh, where he was, you know, saying some things he probably shouldn't have been saying. To say the least. What do you think, Wes? Though, like, what are your opinions right now? Like, on a man, you know, nowadays, um, somebody retiring all of a sudden like that, a franchise quarterback, kind of like we were saying, it's kind of the trend right now. Would you be a pissed off fan if that were to happen to uh, your team if Nick Foles were to do that tomorrow? So I was actually coming home from uh, going to Universal uh, with the, the girlfriend and, and the, the her mom. Um, and when we were coming back, I actually got a message from my boss saying, hey, you know, he's retired. I thought it was a joke. I was just like, there's no way right. he, Andrew right. he got that information. Right. Yeah, and I sure enough pulled up, luck retired. My knee-jerk reaction was like, wow, why? That's all I was wondering, why? You right. know, like, there's got to be a reason behind it. And then, you know, you, you, you hear the booze and stuff like that. And my initial reaction to the fans was, you guys, how could you do this? To somebody who's supported you your entire career, right? You know he he's or it's, he, I'm sorry. So somebody that has been big and been important their entire career, and I thought about it and I understand the knee jerk reaction of boots. I get it. I don't until know. They, until you hear the man speak in the press conference, the whole story behind it. I think hopefully they were, are regretting that now. Yes, I'm sure they are. I'm sure that I would hope so as Colts fans. That's a rival team. I'm hoping. Right. That they're, they're you mean a Jax fan? Were you like, yeah. okay, all right. Yeah. Jax fan, were you like, okay, well. The reason, though, behind it is, you know, just from the mental stability point, the constant grind of, you know, injury, heal, recuperate, recover, come back. It was just beating them to hell. So I understand why you're retired. If I'm a Colts fan, I understand. I'm, you know, disappointed because of when it was done. The timing. Week the timing three of the, of the preseason, right. I don't think is the time to do that at that point. You should right. be committed or not. But I understand it. It's for his health. And if that's why, you have to respect it, in my opinion. Exactly. And, you know, I've been around the game for a while. And I know a lot of guys have played in the NFL, a few guys that have played in the NFL. And, um, People don't. A lot of people don't. Really, my opinion is a lot of people just don't. A lot of fans that actually really don't know or that are involved in the game as much, you know, on the uh, inside of it, don't realize that these guys are actually human beings and they do have families and they do. They are young and they do want to have kids. And yes, they get paid these hundreds of millions of dollars. And that's the, the fan that says, "Oh, well, they get paid millions of dollars in this violent contact sport, whatever, man. They should just go out there and just." No, that's not the case. This guy wants to have a family. He wants to be able to lift his kid up when he's younger. You know, yeah. and he wants to, you know, at the end of the day, they are human beings. And you're talking about a guy that graduated from Stanford after two and a half years with a doctorate. You know, like he has life the after football. Too, you know, things. like, I mean, this is, and it's really just, it's not fair. You know, but I mean, he, he's looking more for the future because, you know, at yes. the end of the day, like my coach says, you know, like the game of football can be taken from you at any day. You gotta have a future. Yep. You know what I mean? You gotta have a backup plan. 
And he was, if you saw that press conference, like the guy was in a lot of pain. He was. He, you're talking about when you're a person that has played this game as probably a six years old, like he did as an ankle biter. He's actually from Northern Virginia yep. area. You know what I mean? Yep. So when you're in that much pain and he's tired of the rehabbing and he just plainly was saying like, I'm not going to go put my product on the field if I can't give a hundred percent. Right. And I mean, how can you not, how respect, can you not that? respect that? Yeah. I you love know? that. Like, I mean, come on. I mean that you have to respect that, you know, yes, it's disappointing. Yes. Andrew Luck is a beast. You're looking for you. I mean, they, they were, I think we had the Colts projected. I had them actually, you know, going deep in the playoffs. And I know that's a big pill to swallow as a fan, but you got to respect the man for who he is. Yep. And and another thing, too, on top of that is Jacoby Brissett's a starting quarterback. He can be a starting quarterback in this league. I love how he looked last year. Trust me, I got to see him twice. I know – or not last year, the year prior. The guy can play. He, he needs a little work. He's not Andrew Luck by any means, but he can get you a 9-7 and seven record. He can get you a winning record to get you into the playoffs. He's been getting him. most of the first team reps in practice all preseason and, and you know, in practice and in the games. And, and I, you know what? I'll be really – I wouldn't be shocked, and I'll be really surprised if this kid – I would not be surprised if he comes in, and I'm not going to say he's going to light it up, but, Shock a couple but you teams. know, gives him, you know, a, a competitive team this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and there's no reason why he can't. He's got a better, you know, offensive, you know, weapon. they got a great offensive line, too. They, they like, do. I mean, they have a fantastic yeah. one. I mean, yeah. you look at the sack total last year. I know a lot of it's from Luck scrambling around, but he can – or they can still do the job. They've got rookies in – they had post-rookies in there that are now one-year pros. They've got more time in the league to adapt and evolve, and we'll see how they do. But I think that line's going to be good, and I think that they're going to have a good team. Now, they don't have the easiest uh, defenses to go against. Right. But I, I think they're perfectly capable of getting of getting some jobs done, getting some wins. And I, I, I'm still looking forward to a good season if I'm a Colts fan. They'll be competitive. You know, no, they're not going to fold just because of Andrew Luck, obviously. You know, he's a guy that could have taken them to that extra next level, but they'll be competitive. Yep, and uh, as far as odds, I know that they did fall to third in the odds of winning the division. They fell behind Jacksonville and Houston. Um, it's kind of, depending on who you look at, it's back and forth right now between Jacksonville and Houston as far as the clear-cut leader. Um, and then you have Tennessee still hanging in the cellar. Right. Yep. And another good gesture, though, uh, before we end this topic right now, is that I think Andrew Luck owed how much money? Um, his signing bonus, so, I think it was like 20 yeah, it ended touch up base be, on that? Yeah, it ended up being... $24.2 million that the actually the Colts could have gone after him for on guaranteed money. And didn't he say that he would give that all back or, or well, no, or he, a um, of it? No, the, the Colts as an organization told them to go ahead and keep it. And to keep it, right. Yep. But and, he was willing to give that back, though, you know, just because of... Uh, well, you never... And somebody retiring this young, you never know if they're going to want to come back to a wide run bridges. Uh, a team that recently did right. that was Calvin Johnson. Uh, they right. actually went after him for that money that he had, that guaranteed money. Right. And it left a bad taste in his mouth. And to this date, he still has a problem with the Lions, as far as we know. And, you know, we haven't heard anything otherwise, but he still does have a problem with those Lions. You know what, Wes, you make a really good point. I really didn't even think about that because, yeah, you do burn a bridge like that. Somebody being this young, yep. you know, in the back of your mind, it does hinder, oh, hold on, maybe this guy, you know, will, you know, once he gets healthy two or three years from now or, or a year or two from now. These kids know. grow up a little bit. Everything mm-hmm. kind of settles in. Let me give it another shot type thing. Exactly. You know, I'm still young. Yeah, and you know. where do you think he's going to go? want to go back and play? In Indianapolis. Of course, right. So yeah. even in – And that's why Ursay was, you know, very, you know, humble about that whole situation all that. Oh, absolutely. And, and um, to get off topic, well, not really off topic like that, but Ursay needs to be humble because he's um, – Kind of been in the spotlight in the wrong ways here the last couple of years. Anyway. It's a good so look for him. He needed it. Really he needed that look. You're right. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to touch on this really quickly because um, I don't even want to give him the credit today. But we'll, uh, Doug Gottlieb went after him 
um, and, and they're really, you know, talking about it being quote unquote too hard for him to recover or do the recovery right. work. He got absolutely blasted. I know he got blasted by uh, Troy, Troy Smith. Troy Aikman blasted yep. him. He got nailed to a wall. If you haven't looked it up, go look it up. And if you have something to say to him, by all means, go say something to him because he just – it was completely out of bounds. For a person like that that's, you know, like – I don't know what his background was really playing in the game like that, but him being involved in the game and a press standpoint, that was really um, – uh, disappointing to hear him say that, especially when you have people like you know Larry Fitzgerald, um, T.Y. Hilton, and all these other athletes, uh, Gronk, you know, people that you know respect his decision. You know, like I say, like a lot of people outside the game just think these guys are robots and they're quitting. No, they're not quitting. They do have life outside of football. Yeah. And that's what Andrew Luck, you know, was looking for. I mean, he. Some of these guys, that's all they know is football. And they will just do what they need to do, suffer all the injuries, and sustain, and don't care about how injured they get for their career because they don't really know much about football. But a person like Andrew Luck, you know, is has a career after football. And I'm not saying these other players I was talking about don't have careers after football, but I know personally some people, that's all they know is football. Right, and then once you know? they get out of the league, they're lost. Then they're lost, you know. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they just get off topic. I just saw someone that was, Remember Delonte West, who played basketball, yep. um, you know, for the Lakers all around the NBA? Mm-hmm. He was on the streets of um, the other night, man, just, you know, just homeless. Like, literally, like, with a jack-in-the-box thing in his hand, collecting coins, you know, so. It's it's crazy how high you can go and how far you can fall. Right. You know, and, and that's the thing. That's why a lot of these players are retiring younger, so they can get other facets of their life under control while they're still young. Right. Or whether they want to invest in some sort of business or whatever they want to do, they can do that. Right. They have the funds to do they it. They want to solidify their family's right. life, you know, forever. Re- you know? Records yeah. don't mean that much to them. Rings don't either. No. Um, especially if they have a ring, you know, someone like Gronk. Right. I mean, why the heck not get out? You've been part of a great dynasty. You know. And Gronk made a little interesting comment the other day, yesterday, I think, that he wasn't leaving out the possibility of a comeback because well, he said he was leaving too because he kind of just you know his heart wasn't i don't know what he said no, his he, heart, he, his body he said, right he said football was physically putting him in a bad place right. and mentally and he, it was vital that he steps away from the game now i think with with gronk he's done i'm one of the people that thinks gronk is done i think yeah. luck is done based on that conversation See, like if you don't come back in the league you know if you're out for more than two or three years That's you know, it. then you're done yep and, you know, like not to get political and I won't get political, but like a lot of people are like, hey, let's bring back, um, you know, Colin Kaepernick. Maybe a year or two ago, that would have been a fine thing, but you're out of league for this long, man. The speed has changed. The game has changed so much. It's just not feasible. You're not going to see people out of the game for two or three years coming back and being a factor in the game. Exactly. No. Unless you're a kicker or something like that. Right. And I, I, I don't think that he – I think Cap could come back in and be, be something. I don't think he's going to come over and dominate an offense. Like right. anybody that – is begging for him to get back in the league thinks. I mean, it's kind of a blind viewpoint. I'm just, I just want him back in the league just to have him in the league. Right. But I, you know, should he get chances to work out? Of course, you know, he's definitely a competent quarterback. I believe he's at worst a backup in the league somewhere. I, I do believe out of all 32 squads, you can't tell me he's worse than 64 quarterbacks. That I do believe, but whether he gets a shot or not, it's not my call. It's not for me to say. No, I think he would have been better off at least trying right now to be like playing the CFL or somewhere just to show that he can still run around and hawk that thing. You know, oh, I mean? to get back out there. Just to get back out there and be like, oh god, look, he's looking great. Absolutely, bring him in. Yeah. Whether it's his want or not, he has fallen out of the spotlight in the last couple of years. Where Kenny Stills and and um, I'm drawing a blank on his name, plays for the Pan, plays for the Pan, uh, Reed. 
Um, they have kind of taken the forefront of that, especially with all the, yeah. yeah, they agree with all the Jay Z stuff. And I'm not going to get into that, but you know, he he has come back kind of to the forefront, uh, or they've come to the forefront taking kind of his stance. It's just um, out of sight, out of mind thing right now. Correct. If the longer you're out, then you know there's just a lot of people coming up. So, well, we do wish luck the best. Luck. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I've always respect Andrew Luck, and I respect him way more now, even for him. You know, it's hard for it's hard for somebody to come out and do that, man. Just like he did. It's a really hard thing for him to do, and I wish him and his family and whatever his future is going forward the best. Uh, yep. Uh, moving on to different topics. Patrick Jones lost it with cocaine. I know we didn't talk about it pre-show, but definitely yeah. something. I'm, I'm not going to go too deep onto it because I think this is, another, again, another one of those Patriots situations where it's just going to fall out in the thin air and yep. disappear. Uh, Robert Kraft, look at how that's no longer a conversation anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when I heard that, I was kind of disappointed. Obviously, I always get disappointed when I hear a lot of these players that, you know, have a, uh, had a really good career and yes. have been known really good in the community. And then when you see something like this, like when I saw that, it kind of blew me away. I'm like, oh. Patrick Chung, yeah, like so for cocaine and uh, yeah. If you're I mean, an NFL fan, you know Patrick Chung, you know who he is. Yeah, you're, yeah. you know one of the better you know fans, or if you're a Patriots fan, 100, you know Patrick Chung. Uh, never really one of those things you would think, but hey, it happens. There's two sides to every story, and I'm a ho- I mean, but you know, even at the end of the day, your name is t- well, as soon as your name is tied to a situation like that, you're always going to kind of be remembered for something like that. So uh, right. it's kind of disappointing, and I. Don't plan on seeing him, you know, especially with what's going on with the Patriots and crap and that prostitution thing. And Belichick is definitely not going to have that tied to his name. Yeah, things are mounting in New England for sure. Uh, Carly Lloyd uh, in Philadelphia working out, just hanging out for workouts, nails a 55-yarder. That was pretty impressive, even though she took six steps. But, hey, it does not matter, man. That girl can kick. She slipped that right through the uprights. That was amazing. Here's an interesting little nugget. Uh, nugget. She was actually contacted by an NFL team to suit up this weekend, preseason week four against yeah. the team. She declined the offer because but she's interested next year. I think she is. So she has a she has a contractual offer with the. Uh, with There's no soccer. team that put it out yet. No, they haven't said. They, the team they and... wouldn't say who it was, but there right. is a team that reached out. I want to I want to say the Bears, but I can't confirm that. So anyway, she uh, she's under contract with the uh, soccer, with women's soccer, so she couldn't participate in this weekend due to contractual obligations. But yes, she did in fact say that she is in the off season going to make kind of a point to work it out, try and figure it out. And if this opportunity happens to present itself next season, maybe you see her come out there. I think it would be great for her to go out there. I just hope it doesn't become another kickalicious situation like it was in Detroit. When he, I don't know if you call kickalicious is he was a famous uh, uh, style kicker on YouTube and he got tons of views and he actually got an invite from the Detroit Lions to come and try out and when he came and tried out he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn I mean it was just terrible yeah I mean it's one thing to do it you know uh, at the end of a practice when everybody's hanging out and the pressure's not on um I mean it, it, that's really the situation right there is like can you do it you know with live bullets coming and whatnot but I saw that kick on TV. I was pretty impressed. Yeah, and she drilled it. If you would have told me 10 years ago, like, you know, uh, I was always like, oh, no females playing this game. We right. don't want to kick her, blah, blah, this and that. Times have changed. I've accepted it. I would love I it. wouldn't, yeah. I mean, now I don't want a linebacker, you know, a female linebacker playing, you know, in the NFL or whatnot. But I would love to see her get a shot. Hey, I mean, she can stroke it, man. And that yeah. was really impressive, man. 55 yards is not easy, man. No, there's it no is way. not easy. And she had about, like, seven to ten yards on top of that man she stroked it that was oh, awesome it, it was i was happy to see that i'm a fan of her too yeah it was so cool to watch i, I really enjoyed watching it 
Um, next thing, you got Antonio Brown back up again. He tried to disappear, and it failed. Um, he, he failed. He lost his second grievance against the NFL for his helmet, and then he also ran into a situation with Roethlisberger on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that. Absolutely. I saw it, yeah. Yep. So, basically, Roethlisberger... tired of this guy right now. Roethlisberger put a tweet out apologizing for calling him out last year after a critical loss. And um, he said, you know, it ruined a friendship. And A.B. kind of came back with something like... Get over this shit or something like that. We were friends. I was just doing it for their bread, son. You know, appreciate you. Something like along those lines. And, I mean, dude, you don't have to say anything to it. You can just ignore it. That guy just loves the spotlight, bro. Oh, yeah. He keeps it up. And you know what? It's kind of working for him right now because he's getting endorsements off of new, from these new companies, man, for the helmets and all that. So if you want to take that route, man, you know, in your career and whatever, I don't know, man. Like, I have my different view, and I know I think you and I think kind of the same. I'm kind of tired of that guy. Go out there and play football, bro. Yeah, we'll, you know see, what I mean? we'll see week one. You know, uh, if he comes out and starts balling out, well, it's just going to fade away and disappear. But if he starts struggling, it's going to just be all they talk about. Um, exactly, because when you put your name in the media just like that, you better go and show up every yep. single day because yep. you are going to get scrutinized by people like me and you. Yep, yep. Jalen Ramsey did it last year. I don't even let my own team. My yeah, own but he backed it up, though. Well, I mean, for the most part. For the most part. I, but, the Josh did, Allen's game, but you know what, though? Like, with Jalen doing all that, everybody talked about that one time he got burnt. They won't talk about it a lot if you don't talk, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, everybody's going to get burnt. But when you start running your mouth like that, you're going to – I mean, that'll be a sports center every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. So, quote, 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 quote. The best thing to do is stay under the radar and make the Hall of Fame they under the radar. It won't only be on sports center. It'll be on opposing teams. Uh, and now with social media and everything like that, man, you'll see it everywhere. Yep. So, it's – yeah, it's a whole topic over there with hard knocking all that over. And, uh, I'm just, you know what, I mean, just to stay on that topic. I've always been a Gruden fan, man, but I don't know if you've been watching it when I, I just watched it last night. It's only about Gruden and Antonio Brown, man. That's it's what just, I hear. It, it, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, it's, I think Gruden is just all about, you know, like, oh, the camera's on me, the microphone's on me, you know, just let me put on a show. I don't know, man. I'm over that. Maybe I'm just getting so old school right now, man. I'm just over that, man. It's just, just the anticipation know. of the season coming. And I watch it because I'm just so excited, man. I'm right. like, I want to hear, I want to see some pads pop, and I want to yeah, see some 7-on-7, yeah. seven seven, some 11-on-11, eleven eleven, but this is all like, you know, like the, the sideline stuff and all that. I'm just not a fan of it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too huge. We're, we're not far away, buddy, man. We're, what are we, Next, what, a week from tomorrow, we'll have our first game. Who kicks off? Uh, that's going to be the Patriots and kicks off next Thursday. We're looking it up right now, so. I should know better. It's the, I think it's the Pats and Rams. They're not doing, uh, here we go. Mm-mm. It's Bears-Packers, what am I thinking? Is, is that what it is, Bears-Packers? Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's a hell of a matchup, though. It's a 100-year anniversary matchup. I don't uh, know why. Because usually they do, like, their defending champs or something. Yeah, they made, they made an exception uh, this year. This year, it's, it is a doubleheader, but it, or I think it's a Monday night doubleheader, actually. But they have the uh, week one of the regular season is uh, is Bears and uh, Packers. And what day is that? That's on, that's, is that Thursday night game? Or yeah, it's Thursday that's night. That's Thursday night? Yeah. It's going to be a nice yeah. game to watch. Right oh, it's going to be great. I'm I'm so pumped for the regular season. I don't care who plays. Yeah, 820 NBC. And they have a late one on, on Thursday? No. No Thursday, late no. one. You get the doubleheader on Monday. You get Texans, Saints, Broncos, Raiders. That's right. The yep. Mondays, yeah, yeah. So next week, um, next Monday, 
We're going to go ahead and do our week one Thursday night predictions. We'll be doing that. What are we going to do every other week? Or? We're going to be doing, no, we're going to do it every week, two times every, a week. Two times a week, we're yeah. going to do our predictions. Yeah. We're going to do our Thursday predictions, and then we'll do our, on Friday, we'll talk about the Thursday night game and give us our week one, weekend predictions, and our Monday night predictions will come on. Actually, we can do the Monday night predictions on Monday, too. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can do it absolutely. like that. That'd be pretty good, and we'll uh, we'll get all those out there. Get a little more on top of releasing these episodes. If you're listening to this now, you should probably be on your second episode because I'm releasing two episodes today. Preseason week two and preseason week three are both coming out today, and those are going to be on iTunes and uh, podcast addicts on Google. Yeah, and a couple, you know, you know, the last two months we kind of been, you know, definitely haven't been on as much as we wanted to, but we're definitely turning up right now with the season upon us. So get ready to hear us on a consistent basis. Yep. And um, one more thing, though, Wes, or before we go, though, Jerry Jones and the Zeke holdout. Yeah, so Zeke was actually offered another contract in the time that we've been gone. He was offered money to be the second highest paid player on the team. Um, no, it, well, uh, you know. Or, I'm sorry, second it, place, it, second highest right player Gurley. on oh, Yeah, right behind Gurley, second highest running back in the league. Apologies. Uh, and I don't think that's going to get it done. I don't either, and he's got control of us right now because they're keep upping it, upping it, upping it. Marshall Falk, you know, has been training him and Kyle yep. right now. Yep, I heard saying, about that. And they asked him, like, what's Zeke's thoughts? And he's like, well, no, like, what are you guys going to do to have him play week one? Yeah. He's, it's just a matter of time. Basically, you know, what like, I'm reading right now it's is a chess match. if they don't get him out there by Tuesday, he's not going to be out for week one. He's got to be there by Tuesday so we right. can get a full And that's practice. just no matter how hard you're working on us, you know, like on the side, what you're you're just not going to be able to be out there. Your your body can't do that. I mean, that's just that just goes in general in football practice that you do not practice up until Tuesday. You will not play that game. Correct. Yeah. So it's it's seeming more and more likely we're not seeing Zeke Week One. Yeah, I think he'll. I think we'll see him. You know, within the first month, they're going to get it done. But it is definitely looking right now if they don't make a deal here by. Within the next three days, uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to see him week one. No. Now, unfortunately for you and the Dallas Cowboys, I don't think it's going to it's gonna be the case. Um, I mean, we got, we're got we at home against the Giants and Saquon. Our defense is really intact. I like Marcus Pollard. He's, you know, I'm not doing predictions right now. Yeah, but, you could definitely get away with a week one win, though, against the Giants. You could yeah. definitely get away with that. Um, staying on the front of holdouts, uh, Jadavion Clowney, another one, hasn't signed that franchise tender yet. Didn't meet with Miami That's and the coaching staff the other day. A possible interest there. I heard also he's more he's interested in the Seahawks. And the Seahawks, yeah. Um, as well, there are I think another I think there's one more team he's interested in. I don't want to say I, I'm not too sure. I, I definitely heard about the Seahawks yeah. and Dolphins. So yeah, yes. yeah. So what do you think you gotta give up for him? For, oh God, it's gonna cost a lot, but it depends. It just depends on the. Two, uh, I'd say, I mean, two. I mean, the way he's been turning up right now in his age, I'd say, I mean, two ones or at least a one and two twos. I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna be able to get all that because it's gonna be kind of they don't have all the control. The control is in Clowney's hands, and Clowney wants to go. So it's kind of one of those. It's not. It's not an A B situation. It's 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 along those lines though, where like this guy's not coming back to your team. Period. He is not gonna. So what? What are you going to take to get rid of him now so you can get something for the rest of the season? So the value is going down right, right. now. Every he second not he's not yeah, exactly the going down. Exactly. So why would you you know why do you offer so much? I mean, you're you're going in with your roster this year. Uh, if you're the Dolphins, you have Josh Rosen and Fitzpatrick. You really don't need to have them this year. It'd be great to have, but I mean, how much are you getting on offense? Really, that it's going to make a difference. Right. Uh, so so it's the Dolphins have all the leverage, and it's just I would hold out if I were the Dolphins and waiting. See what gets offered. If something else gets offered, maybe you can kind of 
sweeten the pot because everybody every day that goes by the value drops down right there man yeah eventually they're gonna take you know and so anything instead of nothing you know for a guy don't want to play for him so exactly and the icing on the cake is is they can't even if they want to trade him somewhere else they can't because he can't be traded until he signs his franchise tender right so he's got it all the control right yeah 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 so it's an excellent strategy move on Jadavian Clowney's part because now he's got the Texans and I mean he's got him by a loophole and essentially you know essentially so he's kind of stuck there until he want he finds somewhere where he wants to go and he likes the deal that he gets. Yeah. So and, and that team's also going to have to assume responsibility and you're signing him too, which drops the price down even lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a good situation right now where uh, he might get uh, what he wants. We'll see. Yeah. One more thing about the free agency though. What about Melvin Gordon? He's uh. I think this might be a guy that actually might uh, he might hold out like a lady on Bell. I don't yeah. know what his situation is. I see it. He doesn't have any I leverage. See, I see, you know, between the two running backs or between the big three, him, Zeke, and Clowney. Yeah. I, I see him holding out the longest and maybe even sitting out longer. I'd longer see. Than, I'd say if I were going to say he's sitting out the longest, I'm going to say Gordon, then Clowney, then Zeke. I think the yeah. Zeke deal will get done. Right. I just don't know when. Right. Yeah. I mean, at this point, from what I, I mean, from what I know in general, and also from what I read. I mean, the running back market is not an expensive market, and they're talking about fractions at this point of money, which, don't get me wrong, money's money, but you're talking fractions of money in comparison to other players that you're going to be paying in other positions, and you're going to have the number one back in the league regardless. Just pay them as a number one and get over it and move on. Just bite the bullet. And these running backs, you know, they only get one major contract in their career now. Right. You know, you'll some... have your rookie contract, but other than that, it's not like a receiver, offensive lineman, defensive end, guys that play – 10, 11, 12 years. Those guys can have two contracts throughout their career. Right. Running backs, you get that one, and they're done. you're pretty much done. Yeah, you're, so. yeah, exactly. And with Zeke, I mean, he's shown even during his holdout that he's continuously working out. He's staying in shape. He's staying ready. Um, I know he's off the field of problems sometimes, and that, unfortunately, is where the, I think the holdup is right now because right. if he hadn't run into any issues, I think the deal would have been done before the season even started. But I think he knows his value, his value more than his off-field issues right oh, yeah. now. Oh, know? yeah. Because like, he's had those off-field issues for a couple of years. He comes in, and, I mean, everybody knows he's a hard worker and what he's going to do on the field. Right. And then, you know, this brings up like a player like Saquon Barkley. Just imagine right. what he's going to demand here in two years. Exactly. You know, you know, they don't, they're not going to fill out their rookie contract. Man, no. they're like, hell no. Why am I do that for four years and get franchised? And then – let me get my money now because I know my career is short-lived. Exactly, and, and and that's the reason why these players are fighting so early into their contracts for new deals. Um, and, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this new CBA because with the new CBA, there's a lot of things up in the air. Apparently, the owners keep pushing more games. What I've been starting to hear kind of moving around in the news is – Hold it, out. It, well, no, 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 not hold out yet. We don't want to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we that, don't. We I, don't I, talk I, about I, that on this show. No, I know. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. No. Uh, no uh, so I'm hearing getting rid of some preseason games. I believe either one or two, uh, and then adding an additional playoff game, which I would be a hundred percent for. So you Absolutely. get that one extra round, which means you're going to get. And you'll get an extra team. Four, we get four extra teams. You get four extra get. teams on that. I'm one hundred percent for that. Absolutely. Yep. Or at least and two. I, I don't know how that would be shot down between all the coaches and owners because. That's, or players, because I know unless you're an undrafted free agent rookie, you don't want that extra game in preseason. So the big thing with the preseason, the big problem with the preseason, something I don't really take into account typically, is actually the contractual contra- contractual agreements between radio stations, local news. A lot of the places that you see that get those preseason games that typically don't get games during the regular season, that's where they're running into the issue because they have a lot of money coming up from those places. It, or is that extra two playoff games going to make you that money back from the preseason? I say – Eventually, yes. Great point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so we'll see. 
But that, I hear that floating around a lot lately, so you know something to keep an ear out for as these CBA talks continue. You probably won't start hearing a lot as the season starts to get, to get going, but it does need to get done ASAP. So we'll, it's something they've been talking about for so long right now that I, it should get done here soon. I mean, within the next couple of years, it's, hopefully. It's way better than the last one where they ended up having that 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 lockout. It, it's a lot better. Right. They're a lot farther along from what I've been told. We all love to watch the game of football. Make the players happy. They don't want that extra preseason game. Get rid of it. There's not like it's a huge revenue, you know, right. you know, throughout those teams. They'll have more revenue and an extra game in the playoffs and that extra four teams going to the playoffs. So. And the one thing they did say, if you really want to get these players to play more games, there's one big domino they can make fall that'll get the players to play, and that's the, the, the lifetime health care for all players. That's the one right there. That is is that's the last thing that if you get them to do that, then they will sign up for whatever. And I, from what I hear, whatever. And I, I can't blame longevity, of course. That's yeah. what they want. And yeah. I mean, I don't see why not at this point. It's going to keep your players in the game longer. I, it's going to be expensive, but I mean, you're making you're a six billion dollar industry. I think you can make it happen. At the end of the day, it will be profitable. Yes. And that's what the NFL is. Yes. So, um, with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this week's episode. We kept it, again, pretty short. A little bit longer than last week's, but, you know, you're getting two Was episodes it? Yeah. this week. I mean, yeah. isn't that crazy? We only talked about five or six topics, but... Kept it simple, yeah. We're, hey, we're right around the corner, man. Like, we have live games that count here a week from tomorrow. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so Wes, you're, so hold on, before we hang up, Wes is going to the next Sunday's game, the Chiefs at Jags. That's still on uh, the docket for you and the girl? 100%. It is happening. We'll be doing a couple pre-games. Now that we're live in full effect, we're going to be doing a couple shows a week with our predictions. We're going to probably end up at our home, Cork and Pint, here maybe in the next month or so, doing live pre-game, possibly. So now that I'm thinking about it, we do have hurricane activity coming in on Monday, so we might not be able to do that show. So just in case we can't do that show, why don't we go ahead and make our Thursday night predictions? So Thursday night we have the Packers and the Bears. You have Andrew, uh, I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers versus Khalil Mack. And the Chicago Bears, that is going to be played at Soldier Field, 820 NBC. Check your local stations. Uh, then that, will, again, will be Thursday, September 5th. You want to do that right now? Yeah, let's go ahead and yeah. do it right now. Okay. So go ahead. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right, you know what? That's a that's a heck of a match matchup right there. I really do um, like the NFL for having that as a week one matchup because they usually do have, like, the defending Super Bowl champs. Um, yep. I'm going to – you know what? I'm going I'm going Bears. 21-14. Okay. You know, I just, for some reason this year, um, you know, with um, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, uh, I know they lost a couple key pieces. You know, uh, Randall Cobb, you know, uh, went to my boys. And I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers is uh, by any means going to go dramatically downhill in his career this year. To me, he's still a great Hall of Fame quarterback. I really do like the um, I really do like the Bears a little bit this year though. I think Brock Osweiler is going to make another step, you know, towards the quarterback that I predicted him to be. They have a nasty defense. It's going to be a live atmosphere at home over at Soldier Field to start the season off. I'm going 21 to 14 Bears on that one. 21-14 Bears. Yeah, so we're writing this down too because Wes and I we always like to go back with our stats and talk about it. Yep. So it, I, I like the way that you're thinking about this. Um, I like the way that you pick, but I'm going with what I deem an upset week one at Soldier Field. I have the Packers taking it handily 24-10. to 10. Nice. The reason I have them taking that is Aaron Rodgers is going to come out there and flex his big old muscles. The defense is vastly improved 
um, which I think is going to be important. And my biggest factor in it right now is the fact that I don't believe in Mitchell Trubisky, so I'm not ready to jump on, you know, jump onto that bandwagon yet. I still think that offense is going to have some problems. I think I said Osweiler earlier. Or did I not? You might have, yeah. Yeah, but Mitchell is what I'm talking about. Trubisky, yeah, going into his second year right now, right? Or no, third. Yeah, so Trubisky, I can see him doing some damage, but I just. I have this gut feeling Green Bay is going to come out there and just step up. Now, another thing is it's going to be a big night in Chicago. You're going to have all the famers there from Chicago. It, it's going to be a big night. Atmosphere will be live. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is used to that, though, so I can kind of see where you're coming from. Yeah. That's kind of why I went on a little bit of a stretch. I like to know. And you know what? To be honest, this is probably the best week one matchup that the uh, the NFC North could have. I mean, they've yeah. – this is, how how long has it been since you've really seen a – You're a talking good, about a rivalry that goes back before we were going on our parents' eyes. You know I mean? Exactly, so. and to start with Packers Bears. And, of course, them being as good as they are right now, it just makes it even more anticipated. Like, I'm, I'm excited for that game. I wonder what the spread is on that game. Do you think the, uh, the Colts – I mean, we can look it up, but – because you were kind of saying that the Packers gonna, were going to be favorites. but I'm gonna, Well, I'm, I'm picking them as favorites, but I, you know what? If I'm going to – really think about the line, I'm probably going to say the Bears are going to have it. It's probably going to be a a, a, a negative three home field advantage line for them. Right. Or plus, or no, yeah, negative three. Um, or the Packers will be plus three, however you want to look at it. But I, I do think the Bears will have the advantage on that. I don't know. I don't think I have a line. I don't have a line in front of me. But yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears having a three-point, being three-point favorite. Kind of like a pick them and you get that three for being at home. Yep. Right, especially in that atmosphere. Like you say, it's going to be pretty live that night with all the, you know, the Hall of Famers and, everybody, you know, Dip Buckets in town and, and all, you know, all those Whoever's going to show up. Yeah, I don't know who's going to be there, but there's going to be tons of people in there. Bears open as a three-and-a-half-point favorite there over the go. Packers in 2019 season opener. There you go. Ooh, pretty yeah. dang close, okay. huh? Yeah, wow. Well, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, so we'll see. I, I got that's the, pretty much a victim. Like you say, you get yeah. three for the home, they get that point five. So that's basically a victim. But yeah, that's gonna be a game. And, and that's yeah. what you'll see with a lot of week one games. There's a lot of victim games week one because they just don't know. Yeah, you know, they don't want to lose too much. So we'll take one way or the other. They're gonna get more winners out of it, but they're gonna give it up with cash. So what Wes and I are gonna do this year, and we'll have Matt. Matt's gonna be on too. He just couldn't be today. But we're gonna um, every week when we do our predictions, we're gonna keep stats, and then we'll go by our record, and we'll have a Standing record. Uh, how we did. Going, how we did we all year long. We won't do the over under, but we'll just do the and win then, loss. Yeah, the loser has to buy the other's beer. You know, something like that. Something like that. Right. Yeah, just have fun with it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool, man. Well, that that, that was. And fun. anybody here listening, you know what I mean? We're gonna have you know Collins or whatnot. If you guys ever want to, you know, chime in and um, you know make your predictions or talk about your teams or if you disagree or agree with us, let us know. Keep Send your, me your text. Keep your ears. Yeah, catch us on Twitter. Definitely hit us on Twitter with any questions. We'll answer them as best as we can. We're pretty uh, good at replying on there. Facebook as well. You can follow us. Uh, you know, we have people on there pretty much posting daily now. There are these yeah. things getting posted yeah, daily. It's over getting there. hot right now. The season right here. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's at the, uh, what is that? It's at extra point on Facebook. Correct. So with uh, so the let's see what the handles. I, I'm still getting familiar with the handles, people. Not the. Uh, not the social media pro you would think I am. I know the Twitter one. Being is a 27 at extra, year old. extra underscore point. Yep, extra. It's at extra. Yeah, underscore point. And then on Facebook, you can get us at the extra point, and that is going to be with two X's, I believe, if I remember correctly, because the one was taken. Yep. So extra point, two X's on Facebook. You can. Uh, Go on there whenever you can add myself or Robbie or Bobby, excuse me, on Facebook as well, and we can lead you towards those points. Just type in the extra point; we'll definitely come up. Again, you can find us on iTunes, 
podcast addicts as well, and we will hopefully become more outlets as Shoot us a tweet or a DM or whatnot and get you on the show and hear your opinion. And Yeah, we like bringing people on the show. That's why we bring Matt at half the time is we just enjoy having people on the show, and he's kind of integrated himself as part of it, so, which we definitely enjoy. Couldn't be on this week, but it'll definitely be next week. For all of our listeners staying in Florida or Georgia, for that matter, please be, be safe. safe. Get yourself some gasoline, gasoline, and water, whatever. Checklist you for the hurricane and be safe, please. And we will be talking to you, if not Monday, Friday for our weekend games. So have a great day at Dexter Point uh, for Bobby. This is Wes. Take it easy. Take it easy.